This show was first broadcast on Free FM, Hamilton, New Zealand's community access media organisation. For more information on our lineup of shows and the role we play in the media, visit freefm.org.nz. Flat Out Farno, you're Laddie H, host of Flat Out Pride on your Free FM dial. If you're a Waikato local with an idea for your own show, Free FM would love to hear from you. Check out our website, freefm.org.nz, or find Free FM on Facebook and get in touch. You're listening to The Free Breakfast on Free FM 89.0. Tammy Nielsen grew up performing across North America with the Nielsen Family Band, working alongside greats such as Johnny Cash, Tanya Tucker and Kitty Wells before falling in love with the New Zealander and moving to the bottom of the world and embarking on a solo career. Tammy can hush a room with an original song that channels the hurting spirit of Patsy Cline, mount hearts with the sensuality of Peggy Lee or bring the audience to its feet on a rockabilly raver. Tammy's list of accolades include multiple awards for Best Female Artist, Best Country Album, Best Country Song and APRA Silver Scroll for songwriting and Album of the Year nominations. And she is heading our way. Tammy Nielsen and friends will be at the Hamilton Gardens Arts Festival on the 20th of February and she joins us now. Kia ora, Tammy. Thanks for joining us. Hello. My pleasure. Uh, Chicka Boom Deluxe, because you have to say it like that, is set to be released <laughs> next week. Tell us about that project. Oh, well, I uh, released Chickaboom. It's the one-year anniversary, and that's why we're releasing the deluxe version next week. Um, and, of course, you know, it came out, and, you know, it takes like 18 months of, of kind of working towards building up the momentum for a new album rollout. And, um, and it was going so well. We had all these amazing reviews from Rolling Stone and Mojo, and, and then COVID hit. Mm. <laughs> and um, Chickaboom kind of went Chickaboom fizzle <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> as everything did for all of us and um I, I mean it's been wonderful to see people you know all around the world in, in different states of uh you know lockdown saying oh this album's getting me through so that that's really rewarding but it definitely has not been the cycle i thought it would be you know normally you put an album out and you start touring all mm. over the world and bringing it around the world and um all of our world tours, you know, uh, fell through as as it did for everyone, and so uh, it's it's really special. I think it's really important for you know all of us who have you know uh, been in the music industry to kind of mark and celebrate those achievements um, that may not have worked out as planned, but um, you know just just acknowledging the accomplishments that you you've still been able to to do this past year and so yeah we really wanted to celebrate the release of the album and mark that you know accomplishment and um and kind of you know get to reimagine some of the songs with an orchestra which we recorded here in um at roundhead studios neil finn's iconic studio and um yeah i think it's just a really important thing to to celebrate those things and especially in this past year Hmm. Do you mind if I ask how um, this has been for you? I mean, so I know that your heart is here, but your heart is also in the US. So how has that been for you? Yeah, I mean, that was, um, you know, we were literally the week before everything, uh, the week after everything kind of fell apart. I was headed to play on Willie Nelson's ranch. At, oh, wow. At, you know, the Luck, yeah, Luck Reunion, which is like a really iconic country music festival and getting to hang out with him and I was supposed to be 
performing with Chris Christopherson and just who had now retired, damn it, so it's not going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, you know, I think that all of these incredible opportunities and, and things that were, you know, supposed to happen for all of us, um, we've all really had to grieve them and, mm-hmm. and process them. And, you know, it's something that 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 will always be a loss for us. Yeah. Um, but, you know, we're so, so incredibly fortunate here in New Zealand that we're able to connect with our fans and be performing live again. I mean, that is something that no one else, all of my friends overseas, you know, they haven't been able to do for a year. And they just look at, you know, my my social media and go, how? Like, <laughs> you know, yeah, this, is, yeah. this is amazing. And, and so I don't take one minute for granted when I get to be on stage and connect with my audience. Mm. So where does the inspiration for your music come from? Oh, man. Um, I guess with, you know, um, the inspiration for what I do is always fueled with, you know, I grew up in a family band, so part of it is building on the foundation that my parents laid for me and honoring that legacy that they worked hard to establish for me. And then now as a parent myself, it's building a foundation for my children and and ho- using my music and my platform to hopefully change the world for the better in the smallest little way that I can. And so I'm, I'm very, very passionate about, you know, singing songs, uh, especially about equality for women, mm-hmm. uh, being a female musician and, and being in an industry that there is a huge gender imbalance um, just taking up space in that gender, or sorry, in that genre and, and in our industry is an act of equality, you know, and, and fighting for equality. And so that's something I'm really passionate about, raising two little boys to, um, you know, view all people as their equals. And, um, you know, if I can do that with my music, then, um, then that's success to me. Mm. It kind of answers uh, another question I had, which was you recently signed an open letter calling out sexual harassment in the music industry mm. and what you would like to see happen now. But you've also already kind of met, um, uh, answered that by saying you're starting with your sons as well. Mm, absolutely. I mean, I think um, everything that you do to have any integrity at all has to start at home. It has to start with you. It has to start with your family. And the way that you personally live those those beliefs, and um, and so that yeah, that's definitely a starting point. Um, but I really loved you know that that letter was uh, written by um, my very eloquent and powerful Wahine friend mm-hmm. uh, Anna Coddington, and I was very proud to sign my name to that letter. Um, but as she stated in that letter, you know, equality in the music industry or in all of our culture when it comes to men and women, equality um, and non-binary people, um, that the onus cannot be on the person who is marginalized. Yeah. You know, it can't be on the person who is the one having to fight for their own um, better treatment. It actually needs to sit with people who are in power um, not abusing their power, but using it to make that change. And so it, it's definitely a call out to um, the men in our industry to lift their game and, and to champion women and make sure that they're providing platforms and opportunities 
for women and non-binary artists mm-hmm. across the board. And that was absolutely the biggest point, uh, the most poignant point that I took that from that letter and because it also very nicely um, laid out how men in those positions of power can give up that space and uh, can do what you know they are able so that the people who already bear that burden don't have to um, so I really Absolutely. liked how that was said in the letter uh, it was really uh, powerful what does the rest yeah. of 2021 look like for you? Well, it looks like I'm going to be enjoying my New Zealand audiences for <laughs> a lot longer. Um, I'm definitely, um, you know, have some shows in, in the making and um, also have been writing my my next album. And um, so that's, that's kind of taking up my headspace right now, which is actually uh, a really wonderful place to be to actually have that creative headspace right Mm -hmm. now um you know when we were in lockdown and i think people all around the world you know my family back in canada and uh friends in the music industry it's very hard to be creative when you're kind of under that stress and trauma that you know we've been through a a couple lockdowns um and in that time you know especially for parents who have little ones at home you know people were saying oh so are you writing an album and i'm like are you kidding me (laughs) I'm getting through the day. That's that's my accomplishment, you know, um, with home learning and, and all of those uh, wonderful things that we've all had to kind of uh, figure out this year. But um, so it's really wonderful to be in a headspace and have reprieve, again, being so grateful to be in New Zealand, um, you know, where even getting those pockets of reprieve where you can feel that normalcy and you can connect with others and that fills your tank Mm -hmm. and that's a really important thing to creativity. You mentioned um, being able to connect with your New Zealand audiences again and I've actually seen you at Navarra Lounge which is a small underground venue and at Clarence Street Theatre here in Kirikiriroa which is a a bigger venue (laughs) and uh, what's that like for an artist when you are going to these extremely different venues and different feelings and vibes I mean how does that influence the performance on the night or or does it? Mm, Yeah I mean it, it definitely the atmosphere that you're in changes the dynamic and I think as as entertainers um, you know if that's part of kind of uh, getting that experience under your belt the more that you perform um, when you walk out onto a stage for me anyway like within the first 30 seconds I can feel I can read my audience and kind of feel Mm. uh, things out and I mean I feel like every performance is like going on a first date, you know, and, and I'm like a professional speed dealer. Uh, but like, you're going, it's exciting, and you've got all that like nervous energy, and you want to impress, and you very quickly kind of read the audience um, when you've, you know, been doing this as long as I have, and you kind of go, ah, oh, they're, they're falling in love with me too, or oh, they're really not into this and uh, I need to, you know, ramp this up a little more. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, it, it's, it's, it's very much that dynamic of kind of falling in love and trying to, trying to capture someone's heart. I find it very hard to believe that people wouldn't fall in love with you on stage. Um, 
Why well, take why your word it? for it? <laughs> it's uh, oh, an amazing. Uh, it's amazing to see you live, and I've got um, my sister-in-law brought me tickets for my birthday in December for your Hamilton Gardens Arts Festival um, performance. Oh, so I get to see you again. I'm excited about that. But tell us about the friends you're bringing along with you for that. Yes, well, um, I have um, the wonderful Trenwith joining me. Oh, cool. Um, cool. Yeah, so they're going to be the support act, and then we're going to do a few songs together as well. And and the Treddies I've known, you know, we, one of my first tours of New Zealand was with the Top Twins and Hamilton County Bluegrass Band. And um, and it's been many years. I think this was, yeah, this was before babies, and now all of us have babies. Mm-hmm. Um, who will be at the concert so they can all have a play date while we're playing. But um, it's really special to be able to connect with them again and um, and perform. They've become really good friends. I actually, when I turned 40 a couple of years ago, got Paul and Sam and Tim Trenwith all to perform at my 40th because oh, wow. I just love, I love those boys. And, um, and you know, you, you don't, find a lot of bluegrass musicians in New Zealand and so it's it's really special and I it's going to be especially special for me to see them I haven't seen them since they unfortunately lost Colleen Mm. um the the matriarch of the Hamilton County Bluegrass Band um a few weeks ago and so that's definitely you know part of that that grieving process is sharing it with loved ones and I can't wait to wrap my arms around them and and talk about their mom and um, and and celebrate her because you know them them performing you know every time they perform they're honoring her legacy and so I'm really honored to have them join me for this show. It's so nice, and we love the Trimwoods here too. Paul has a show, Back Porch Bluegrass, on Free FM, so yeah. um, we're definitely fans as well. Um, Look, thank you so much uh, for joining us today. It's been a pleasure to talk to you, and I'm really looking forward to next weekend. Um, so all the best for Me 2021, too. making a new album, and the release of Boom Chicka Del- Deluxe, uh, which is <laughs> next week as well, or the 19th, I believe. Yeah, the day before the show. Awesome. Yeah. Thank you so much for joining us. We'll see you soon. Uh, that's Tammy Nielsen, uh, and she will be at the Hamilton Gardens Arts Festival for Tammy Nielsen and Friends, 6 p.m. Saturday, the 20th of February. That's on the Rhododendron lawn, and you can get tickets from hamiltongardensartsfestival.co.nz. For more episodes, use the accessmedia.nz app for iOS and Android devices, or subscribe to this podcast via Spotify, iHeartRadio, or Apple Podcasts. This free FM podcast was brought to you with support from New Zealand On Air.